Hi, I'm Delia Cox, an entrepreneur realtor from Austin, Texas, and you're watching Folks Alert on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest this evening is Delia Cox. She's a realtor and entrepreneur from Austin, Texas. Delia, how are you? Blended. How are you, Kiko? I, I can't complain. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm having a wonderful evening. You look like you're having a wonderful evening. I am. I like to have wonderful evenings. <laughs> <laughs> well, as In we my can home. See, Right. So how how are you doing, man? I, I know we've been trying to work this out for a long time. Yes, you're, you're a bit you're a bit you're a busy woman. Yes, I appreciate you so much. You're, you're, you, you've been a you've been a realtor for a long time. Yes, twenty years. Yes, I've been in the game a long time. So you've seen the market come go upside down, the house yes. bubble. You've seen it all. Yes, I was in California before here, and uh, we had a market similar to this when I moved back in 2005. So I was familiar with it in some sense. So, so you, so you're not from you're not from Austin? No, I'm from California, Central Valley in California. How how did you? Well, I mean, California is a long way from Texas. How did you end up here in Dallas? And uh, I'm sorry, not Dallas, Austin. Well, uh, you know, the market was terrible there. I thought, well, I'll just double my volume. Um, since the, the housing prices were so low, I said, well, I'll just come out here and double my, it was top five places for real estate in Forbes at the time. I also, um, of course, like most women came after a man, you know, my ex-husband, uh, well, he moved from California as well out here so well, hold on we'll, we'll, let's get, we'll, we'll come back to the ex-husband so you was a realtor okay. in california before you came you came to texas yes okay explain that to me how so what if if i'm a realtor in california or i'm a realtor in florida and i want to move to texas does my license follow me to texas or not after? at all no no it's as if you've never had one so you just have to get it all over again there are some sister states, I think, like South and North Carolina. Um, you know, there's some sister states like that. I don't know if sister states is a thing, but you know. So why 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 I gotta do it? so? Yeah, I, I gotta do it all over again. Yes. That don't even make I've no sense. I've done it two times actually: Arizona and uh, California, and here. But I'm I'm from California. I was in a Arizona for a very short period of time. Okay, so you can you can sell in all three states. Uh, no, I didn't actually end up getting uh, my Arizona license, and I didn't keep my California license, so only Texas at the time, okay. at the moment. Now, being in real estate for twenty years, it it had to have been good for you. It's been it's it's all I know. My father was a real estate broker and developer, so you know he encouraged it, and at you know uh, it was just kind of a generational thing. Mm. All right. 
you didn't take you didn't take the broker's path though no you know i started to pursue that and then decided um you know all of the the stuff that comes with that i wasn't willing to do i just kind of pivoted mm -hmm. on um on that the real estate market okay and i, I when, when we when we did the pre-interview I, I told you i wanted to talk to you about this it's it's a very being a realtor i think it's probably very more competitive than than any regular business that people can get into because you don't get paid unless you sell right right um you know i don't know what that <clears throat> that has to do with the co co a competition but um you know you, you you can if you don't have firm boundaries on how you work i mean you can essentially work for someone to never get paid you know you just have to um to you know nowadays we won't do anything without a pre-approval letter um being in the business so long you kind of know if you're doing any leases you kind of know who's gonna you know uh not be reliable or who might you know go with someone else or take you out of the deal you kind of have to know what to look for okay well that's where where i was talking about being competitive because you're dealing with multiple, you know, multiple realtor who are probably, you know, courting the same client, right? So they may make promises to a client versus, you know, you may, like you said, boundaries. Well, there are very strict, very strict laws around. If they leave me and work with someone else, there are gotcha. strict laws in place and right. I can get a hold of that person's commission. So just kind of like take it just like that? Or no, it was a whole process. Well, you got to go. Yeah. Okay. You got to go through a the process. Brokers get together and then, um, it's, and it might not be all of it, but. Mm. Okay. I, I had a, I had a, a friend of mine on, he does, um, I guess flipping houses, right? Where mm -hmm. he buys some houses, he flips it and then he rents it out. Uh, and that's what he does. But you said just now, if you leasing, so is it common for realtors to even take on leases as well? I honestly don't, um, like them. I, I mean, I'll do sometimes a commercial lease, um, too. I do leases for friends and people I know are credible people to work with, but the commission is so low here. It's, um, it's really not worth it. I mean, and they can be as picky as, you know, a home buyer to rent. And then you could look at all these houses and drive around and, um, you know, if you don't say, you know, you have this amount of houses we can see today, or, you know, like I said, just be firm with your boundaries. You can be running all over the place and the commission on a, on a residential lease here, just for me personally, isn't, um, something I prefer to do. Mm. All right. You've been doing it for 20 years. Are you ready to get out of it? I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I, I didn't end up going to my broker's life. It's just very unstable. Uh, it's what, just what very the, bro the broker part or the, the, the realtor part? Real estate in general. It's just very unstable as an agent. Um, and, I just, um, 
you know, I, before it was okay. I've I had a you know two income household and other ventures, um, but right now I'm you know it's I have to fall back on it when other ventures aren't going. So it's it's been good to always fall back on because I know it, but it's unstable to solely depend on that. You, you you told me um, when we were doing the pre-interview, you said in the pandemic, you closed three businesses, I, I think you said, right? Three or four businesses during the pandemic. Um, Correct. Is, when you're talking about the the multiple income that you have coming in, real estate is one of them. How did the pandemic impact you to the point to where not, okay, I can understand one business, right? But to where you had to full three businesses how did that you know change things for you um it was actually four um one just never closed but i um well i had a day program for adults with special needs it was a mm -hmm. nonprofit organization and i i felt like it was my calling i owned that for 12 years so um which is how my guy came to live with me a lot of people don't understand the relationship we have but he was one of my first guys to come so uh, i care for and uh am the legal guardian of one of those individuals so you'll see him on my story sometimes but i opened that in 2009 um and we were ordered to shut down from health and human services uh when the pandemic hit um and no one was allowed to be in and uh in their businesses so you know with that not coming in it just allowed me time to reevaluate uh where where i wanted to be also um i had uh funded during that time i had bootstrapped a vape shop um which still to this point has not closed but i also opened a second location to that as well as an e-hookah lounge called Ginger's Lounge, um, you know, after my hair and I, we, um, I bootstrapped those as well. So they had to have a lot of improvements done. And when we had to shut, um, down during the pandemic and, um, it was just causing some major financial distress, which caused, um, all kinds of, uh, you, you listen, you're very, uh, I don't want to say ambitious you are, but I, I want to, you, you have the, I mean, I, I, now I understand why, where the entrepreneur stuff comes from the entrepreneur spirit, doing all those things. And you said, you know, you came to Texas because of uh, your ex-husband, right? Oh, Do you think that was one of the reasons? Well, one of yeah. the reasons. Do you think by you being so driven, uh, it can be intimidating for a guy. Absolutely. Um, I, I would think that would be a plus though. Well, it started as a plus. <laughs> it started as a plus, And if I'm the breadwinner, it can, it can, if, if the man is not very strong in his sense of self, the woman being a breadwinner can, um, you know, can make you feel like you're being demasculated, I guess, in some sense. 
Um, so May maybe. Okay. It it all depends on how people view how he views it and how the relationship, the dynamic of the relationship. But some some guys I think are not comfortable um with being having their their wife or their 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 better half driving the car. And I I, I for me I I think it, what do you care where you're sitting in the car? Okay? I need to get from point A to point B. If I'm going to be more if I need to if I have to be in a trunk to get there, that's that's where I'm going to be. Yeah, I, I don't right. need to be in the front seat, and I don't need to be sitting behind the driver. Right. That's why I say you have to kind of be, uh, you know, if, if you have any insecurities around money, I mean, it could really, you know, for some really uh, fuel that, but you know, the business that I had opened, uh, or bootstrapped, um, for my ex-husband, he's still running it. It has not closed and it's, it's done very well. And so he's actually, you know, benefited from it quite a bit to this, to this day, you know, after divorce. Okay. <clears throat> Are you guys still yeah. cordial? Oh yes. He's a, he's, um, a, 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 a exceptional father. Oh, and, no, no, I mean, um, I mean, great father. Cool. But terrible husband. I'm saying, are you guys cordial with each other to where, I mean, you say he's benefited. So obviously the woman, he had the right woman, right? The white, the right woman to create value in him. Well, you know, it's, uh, he was actually a really good husband. Uh, just things just, um, there was a lot to that relationship. So, I mean, he's a really good man. He was a really good husband. He's a really good father. We are cordial. He just felt, um, well, we separated and then, um, he felt, um, that was the best move for him. And, you know, you have to honor and respect, um, where everyone, you know, decides for themselves is the best thing to do. Okay. There, there's a guy watching this asking <laughs> himself, are you going to get married again? I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I flow with life. I'm in the flow state of life, but that divorce taught me more than I could ever imagine. What is so, that? What, what did it teach you? Oh man. Um, to honor myself always. And to, and with that, that, to honor that someone else needs to honor their selves too. I mean, you know, I was pretty controlling, you know, when you, when you are an alpha female and you have drive, you really have to make your way in this world. And you do that by being extremely decisive, by learning the game of, of business. And when you do that, you have to move a certain way. And that, and that, what I learned the most was when you learn negotiation skills, like mm -hmm. that is my, what I pride myself on is negotiating in business and in many aspects. And when you do that, you don't even realize the personal, the toll it takes on personal relationships because you're still doing it. You don't even realize you're doing it. I was unconscious to it. So like if my kids, if I needed them to do something, 
I'd wait till they needed something from me. And then, you know, because they were not likely to do it. It's, it's, it was always, um, this for that, I get this or, you know, or just, you know, you don't even realize how it bleeds into personal relationships when you are so involved in business. Uh, and it, 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 it's manipulation is really what it is. 48 laws of power, you know, that is so, op that's the way I used to think. And now I'm just in a flow state and I speak authentically and I honor myself and other people's boundaries and I just flow. I don't try to manipulate anymore or not to say it was like, you know, you don't even, it's just sales, you know? Well, you can always, when you are, in a you're in you're in in business mode right and i for me i owe i treat and maybe it's you know maybe i'm guilty of it as well i treat my relationships like a business arrangement right Absolutely. and and it and it's and if it's not working the way it should be working either we fix it or we have to you know separate right um because you know, I'm about time management, right? I have to manage my time a certain way because I'm looking to achieve certain goals. So I don't have the time to waste small talk. Uh, and that's just the way it is. And I oh, had to, yeah. and I had, to, I, I had to, yeah. I had to make some adjustments because, you know, my kids and, you know, and how I, how I, so I can understand where you're coming from. You know, my youngest totally. on the same way. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make some adjustments, even for my for my younger. I'm learning a lot from my younger, for my for my for my younger son, because I got to be more patient with him. My daughter tells me that she observed that I'm more patient with him than I was with her. Right. Because I've they always observe that. <laughs> so. I have four kids. They always feel like <laughs> I'm better to the to the other one. It's always the last one in line. Right. That I'm because I, listen, I've, I've done everything with the oldest, my, my, my third, my, my second. Now the third, you know, he gets to be the benefactor of all those, you know, what went right, how I talked to him. You know, it's like a, it's like a, how do I say it? It's like, it's like surfing, right? It's a, a nice balancing act when you're when you're dealing with relationship and business you know it's it, like you said flow you're in a flow state of mind so you're adjusting your your body weight your every part of you in order to to catch the balance if you go a little bit to the right you're balancing back to the middle you come back right. to the left. yeah i get it i get it right i get it yeah i was just thinking about that this morning it's all trial and error you know mm -hmm. just like uh that you know that was my second uh, marriage. So I, I joke that I practice it. I'm a pro now at being married because I've practiced it. And by the fourth child, you, you learned all these mistakes. I call my firstborn, my trial and error. Cause you know, I really, mm -hmm. you, you make, you were refining the process every, every time. What, what on relationship, what would, what would make you content in a relationship? like the ideal relationship? Well, I would need to be content with, I mean, I'm content with myself first now. So that's the only way it's possible. 
but I realize that I have to be with someone who's connected to themselves. Mm -hmm. And I can immediately tell when a man is not connected to himself. So that's why I'm still single. <laughs> what is, what's your sign? I'm sorry. What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. Virgo. Okay. Yeah. So I started recognizing that men's words and actions weren't aligning so that they weren't standing in their truth and speaking, um, their truth to me, but trying to manipulate me, you know, out of my goods or whatever, you know, they'll, I, I can just tell when a man is connected to himself. It's just, you, you, you will find, and you know, you, you'll find people who are, they're not confident within themselves. So, and even you're looking at social media, right? We, we can, right. we can look at social media where a person's got this social media persona, but in real life, when the computer's off, they're not the same person. I always say show up as yourself because the person on social media can't show up to a meeting and have a conversation. They can't do it. Right. And so that's why I like when I film or do reels, they'll be in my literal natural habitat. If I'm not having, if I don't have makeup on, I'm doing whatever I would normally be doing. I just happen to think something funny or grab the phone. I mean, some of them are a little more, you know, prepared, but I'm, I'm, I want to be my authentic self, every gotcha. aspect of it. So that those folks that, um, will gravitate to me, I'm sure there's people out there watching my stuff that judge me, but they really don't concern me any because they're just, they really don't play a part in anything on any part of my vision that, you know, so, um, and I'm just so grateful for the ones that do gravitate towards me. Right. Speaking of real and social media, uh, you've made a splash on social media. There was a video I saw of you and you riding a dirt bike. And I was like, whoa. Right. And, and that's why I saw Then I went to your page and it's like, she's a realtor. I was like, you came across very conservative. And I was like, why is she riding a dirt bike? So it gave me the impression that this woman is living her life, right? Without any apologies. This is what who I am and I'm just living my life. If I want to ride a dirt bike and be adventurous that's it i want to play a clip from your from your instagram or be on a in a bathing suit i mean i'm gonna do what i want to do right yeah. let me play let me play this clip from your instagram we'll come back and we'll talk no one is gonna die and no one is gonna remember you so fuck it just there living life you can't say we didn't live life we are definitely living life just like live life and have fun live that life girl live that life okay that sums you up huh well uh my the me now you know i've been raising kids since i was 16 years old so that divorce and cutting off all that responsibility allowed me a freedom I hadn't had before. Mm. So I was going to go balls to the wall with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. How, how does your kids play 
into your whole new you? Do they do they like the new mom, adventurous, going hiking, oh, dirt bike? They're extremely supportive of my authentic self. They, my kids are very supportive of me. They, um, they like the, um, I believe the new me better because I've done a lot of healing work around my trauma. Well, which the old you was very strict, huh? Well, uh, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> Respect yes. me. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, that's cool. That's a good thing, though. You it's know, a it's been a beautiful you, journey. They, they have, they have watched, they've watched their mom evolve and grow up right before their Truly. eyes. Truly. Here's a, here's another clip from your Instagram. You, you walking around in your uh, two piece, well, one piece bathing suit. Uh, I, I'm assuming this is at your crib. You got a pool at your house. Oh, that's actually at my son's house. Oh, your son's house. Yes. Okay. My middle son, he lives here in uh, town. Okay. Did you teach him the real estate game? Oh man, he's got me beat. He owns uh, 16 units right now. Really? Yeah. He's okay. only 26, just turned 26. Wow. Yeah. Damn, so you gave him all the jewels. Man, he picked up so many jewels on his way. He's, I think he's got me beat already. Woo. He's right. a hustler. My uh, my middle kids are very much alike. They're extremely driven. I see. A, and let, let me play the clip. We'll come back and we'll talk. Let me play this okay. clip. We'll come back and we'll talk with you running around at your son's crib. I'll be here. It's giving well fed. It's giving she don't miss no meals. It's giving she can hold her weight. It's giving I'm warm. It's giving I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. In the building and she's feeling herself she's looking bad but i'm willing to help stop it baby you're killing yourself come on i got your back you can chill in my delt i'm feeling myself too man just imagine some of the things we is giving wealth okay you're definitely feeling yourself there <laughs> uh yeah i let myself do that from time to time okay nothing wrong with that i see uh I i'm sure you've seen it um, speaking to your son, you know, doing the entrepreneur thing, doing the real estate thing from looking at, you know, having a front row seat, seeing what you've done. We've seen, I've seen, you've probably seen a lot of these courses come up. Hey, buy real estate. Hey, buy real estate, buy low, flip houses, uh, 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 buy my class. When you see that, what do you, what, what, what comes to mind? I mean, those seminars and stuff that's just people's driven way of finding another aspect of the business to teach others to learn uh it's just another income stream another revenue um you know it's old as time you know remember those marathons we used to wake up to in the middle of the night it's it's all do you think any of those people are credible with these courses sure i think their tactics are credible Sure, okay. I think people can learn a lot from those um, seminars and such. 
All right. I, you know, for me, I'm I'm a little bit more reserved. I, you know, I, I, I think there's a lot of people who are pitching this real estate thing that don't really know what they're doing. Um, yeah. So, I'm I'm always suspicious when I see it. Right. I'm always by, by yeah, my course, by my course. So that's 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 where I'm at with it. Yes. But I don't know the real estate business. It's not something that I'm in. I'm in, I have an interest in, right? So right. Um, same. <laughs> no, you have an interest in it. But me, <laughs> you know, I, I don't. I don't have I'm an interest. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. But you know, that's that's just my being cautious from the outside looking in. You know, so I can't. I can't. I can't call it. I can't. Yeah. Call it. So what is what is what is new for you? What what's what's you know um you know you you're living a flow flow free life. Um you're right. taking a taking a break from the real estate. Uh No, I, I still have listings. You still have listings. I'm so, very much active. So you'll be out there, you know, showing a home. Um I don't I'm not working with buyers at this particular time, but I have listings real okay. estate listings that I'm selling, you know, that are on the market. Gotcha. I want to ask you this question. Uh, recently bank of America came out and they said that they would give loans to people who don't have, you know, the typical way of buying a home credit and that, you know, that so forth, uh, in particular area, I think Los Angeles, Miami, Charlotte. And if it works, they would expand it. What's your thoughts on that? I'm not familiar with it at all, actually. Really? Okay. So I couldn't speak on it. All right. Well, that, that's cool. The details of it, I couldn't speak on. Well, yeah, all right. Uh, well, that would change the way people... T typically, when someone wants to buy a home, like you said in the beginning of the conversation, they have to come with a pre-approved letter, so on and so forth, knowing right. that you're not going to waste... They're not going to waste your time. Right. Do you think because you know if I if I didn't every man on my DMs would be I'd be showing houses too. They all want to talk real estate, you know, but it's kind of a, a gateway to Really? So wait a minute. That's what I joke about. I'm not you know, some of them say, Oh, I would love to, to talk real estate and um, you know, think well that's really not the way to get my attention. What is what is the way to get your attention? Oh, that is a good question. Um, you have to be a little creative, I would guess, because, you know, my DMs are kind of um, interesting, you know. Um, I just someone straightforward who would be creative. I recently had, you know, every now and then I don't, I make sure that my information is not posted on my Instagram, but every now and then you'll get a, a couple that I'll just do their little research and then think that's the way to get my attention is to get a hold of my phone number and um, from your from your from your realtor ad, right? Or I don't have ads on there, so they have to kind of poke around to get it. But um, I don't. Uh, that's not the way to get my attention to get it on a get my phone number on a. <laughs> they're they're looking at you on Instagram, more of lust, not being genuine correct uh, correct 
if I didn't have this conversation with you and we didn't have the conversation we had prior, I, I didn't know. I, I wouldn't have known that there's a whole lot more to you than, than Instagram. And that's one of the reasons why I started interviewing regular people versus trying to chase down an interview from a celebrity, right? Because there's more to the posts on your Instagram. There's a backstory to that, right? It's always a backstory. You know, the funny thing is that when I posted my very first video, it was actually on TikTok and it got like 13 million views right off the bat, my very first video. Right. And it went mega viral. I was just loading my dirt bikes on the on the back of my Panamera and uh, because I had a toe hitch on it. And so many misogynistic men were in the comments like, you know, because it, it mentions after my divorce. So they all just made the assumption that that I got off with his money and you know, the assumptions that were made right. uh, based on people's patterns of thinking and belief systems were just insane. Like they really had no clue that it was your money. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually your money. <laughs> you know, I mean, but that, but that, but that would be too much, right? That would, that would be too much to assume, you know, contributed. Oh. I mean, but yeah. Yeah. How dare her run off with the guy's money in the divorce? <laughs> I left him so broke and got away with his car. And, right. you know, it's, right. it was my car. Right. I, I bought the car. Right. Guys yeah. left the guy with a business that's still being ran. You know, the, the next woman becomes the you actually did him. You actually did a the, the next woman a favor. She need to send you a fruit basket. Uh, thank well, you. She, she got she's got a great this. You know, if, if marriages or practice runs, he definitely was very educated in, in that arena. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because so, he was nine years younger. So I, I you know, there, um, I know. saw, I saw something on Instagram where, and I sent this guy an interview request. He said, uh, he said, what the fuck did he say? He said, people are going people are jumping from relationship to relationship and getting and being the benefactor of those relationship without paying for it so does i can't ex i can't remember the exact way he said it but that's pretty much what kind of like what the sentiment that you just you just uttered you said that well you can you can look at it that way but you can also you know, come from the perspective that whatever man I get with, someone else has prepared him for me as well. So mm. I'm gonna be can't, I can't. Mean, no. Well, prepare you maybe with the. You see, I didn't know he was nine years younger than you. Okay, so clearly you had an advantage because you saw more you experienced more you're coming from a previous marriage certainly i agree with so that so you you have you have way more it's like my kid my kid can't tell me nothing that I've, I've i've already experienced things that i'm i'm t i'm giving you games so you don't make the same mistakes so the 9 yeah. years that the night being 9 years younger having an older woman game you up 
because she's giving you the knowledge and giving you the game because she don't want you to take the long route. She's trying to give you a cheat code. Of course he benefited. Who He's wouldn't benefit? He got a lot of cheat codes. Mm -hmm. And he would and he would say that too. He would say that. Um, That's nice. Lucky guy. Lucky guy. Well, lucky next woman. She's lucky. You know. Right. She's the real winner. She she's the real winner here. I believe she's certainly very blessed. <laughs> yes. yes. Della tell me tell me um what what's what's next for you? Are you gonna keep floating around? I am gonna stay in a flow state. You know, a flow Flo state is just staying in the present moment and taking what comes you know i read a book called uh i read so many books and uh what are you reading what, what did you read tell me the book so this book on uh it's called uh it's by michael singer he did the untethered soul which was an amazing book also but he wrote the book uh the surrender experiment mm -hmm. and uh he goes throughout his life and he tells you how one thing led to another to another and he just took opportunities as he came and because you can't see them right then and there. But when you're in business and you learn the business game, you try to manipulate the outcome of everything to win in your favor. Right. But there's something beautiful that happens when you just let go. And, and in that moment, when you're trying to manipulate the outcome to work in your benefit, you can't see that the universe and God already has this other plan for you, but you threw a wrench in his shit, you know? So if you stay there in the present moment and you stay, because there's no suffering in the present moment. You're only suffering if you go backward or fearful of what's to happen that you have no real control over. You can prepare for things, but fear is, is a bitch. So when you just stay right here, but what's next for me? I mean, I'm really hoping to grow some, brand and sponsorship deals. And, um, you know, I, I kept beating myself, like what's the next vision? Because the visions always fuel the energy, right? To build. Right. So I was just kind of, I took time to heal, you know, um, he went another route and got immediately into another relationship. However, on my second end of that, I, I took the time to heal and so much came to me in that time. I read, I read 48 books. I think it was on, on, you know, life and everything in general, being a Virgo, you know, we just kind of got to figure things out. But on the wake of that, I had all these visions before that fueled everything, but I, I didn't have the vision. So I was racking my brain about what's the next business, you know? And I, I was talking to someone who's very, um, enlightened in life, uh, and it's really far in life. And he got me to think in ways of projects. Mm -hmm. I don't have to think of some career. You know, a lot of people go, I don't know what I want to be. I don't know what I want to do. That's the problem. Just, you know, take it project by project. And that way you can kind of see what you like. And, you know, now I'm kind of, do I like this? No, I don't like that. And then, but I'm the business. You know, that was the big revelation. It doesn't have to be some opening or brick and mortar. I'm the business. You know, like, like Kim I like, Kardashian. I, I, like, I, like, I like that. Yeah. You know, I like that.
you celebrities, are the personalities, they're the business. They're just projects. And that took a big strain off of me. So. Mm. Cause when you grow up in alpha by an alpha male, you, you, there's so much pressure to prove yourself as, especially as a female, you are like, I, I know this is a male dominant world. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you, you know, I can, you know, hustle like you can. But when you realize where that pressure is coming from, it's validation, then you can let go of all that. Right. right? Uh, I think I wrote in my story it was today or maybe yesterday i don't know i don't know i'll be, be writing so many folks facts of things that comes to me randomly and i think a lot of people refuse to let go of the grenade who are people in their lives and it's attachment there's so much suffering in it you gotta you gotta let go you gotta let go yeah. uh i yeah i'm good at letting go because i've i've been through so many things to where it's just like i'm just gonna radio for example right for me uh it was hard for me not getting the job i want in radio and I, for me i i figured well just listen i'll walk away and rebuild better i'll go i'll start something else that didn't work okay i keep getting my page deleted on instagram i can't get a footing okay cool i'll go to apple and I was been able to, and I just walk away and start over, never be afraid to start. And I flourish. Man, it's like, a, it's the surrender experiment. Everything, the universe and God is always conspiring in your favor. And once you realize that you don't have to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. We're just, we're just here to experience it. Once you take it from that perspective, I mean, you're, you, you, once you realize that it's always happening in your favor, you just can't see it sometimes what's unraveling, but, but you're not, you're not supposed to see it though. In no, business, listen, if, in if business, you could see it, you would throw a wrench in that shit and try to manipulate the outcome. What, what do we say? Just, what, do, what do we always say in business? Business is about foresight. It's about seeing what's there before it's even there. Right. And you have to trust yourself. Right. You right. can't see it. You have to trust yourself that this is what's going to work. Right. When anybody else can't see it, you have to see it. The invisible man, it's, it's there. Well, and the saying goes, God's rejection, um, God's, re I mean, man's rejection is always God's protection. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're, you know, that is suffering and attachment. You just want to attach yourself to it. But I just can't see everything is around your thoughts. You know, you just when you realize you're the master of your thoughts, like, okay, I shouldn't be attached to this. I'm gonna not be attached to this. But your mind goes, oh, I missed that. Oh, you're staying in the past. But if you stay present, you could go, okay, that's that's no longer for me. Right. You know something, this this wasn't the conversation I was expecting. It, <laughs> it, you know, it's it's it wasn't. It was definitely not the conversation I was expecting, but it's a conversation I needed. And uh, I, I appreciate you coming on Super and, and, and sharing a little bit of yourself with me. Uh, I would love to have you back, you know, um, whenever you want to come back. I would love that. Will do. Uh, okay. Miss Cox, it was a it yeah. was a pleasure. You're more Thank than welcome you. to come back anytime. Um, I think I'm going to join you in the flowing state of living. 
You've right? got to. <laughs> That's where the joy is. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to join you. I'm going to join you. Well, listen, I appreciate the conversation and thank you again. Thank you so much. All right. You take care. Okay. All right. Bye.